0: We are live. Welcome. Welcome back to the Strength Connection. So I'm your host, Michael Kurkowski, and it's you and me. We're going to be chatting here. We're going to solve some of the problems of the world going on here. So I'm excited to chat with you today. I'm going to recap a couple of the episodes that were just released this past week from a couple of really fascinating and uh, just really enjoyable conversations that I had uh, with a couple people, as well as a topic that has been on my mind that I've been breaking down and putting back together uh, from a comment that I had from somebody earlier this past week through social media, all that stuff, um, really focusing on focus. Uh, so I'm excited to, to chat with you on that because it's something that is becoming a breakthrough in in my life as well as uh, my strength journey. And uh, I think it's something that could be really beneficial for you. So let's kick this off. I'm going to get into the recaps first. So we'll start with Mickey Joglef. Uh, Mickey from Fit Foodies on Wheels. I was super excited to connect with Mickey. I first met him uh a while back when I worked with um as a client of TKN Trevor Cashy Nutrition, um which is a um you know one-on-one nutrition based company that deals with tran- transformations and Mickey was the program director at that time. He actually was the one that onboarded me into the program. And if uh if you've seen Mickey at all, uh a couple things jump out from you with Mickey. Number one is he is shredded year round. I mean, as far as aesthetics and, um, uh, you know, aesthetic role model, I've always kind of looked to Mickey cause he got about 90 abs. But second is he is always posting pictures of him and his wife eating the most insanely delicious looking gluttonous food ever. Burgers, pizza, fries, desserts, all the things that we're told that we need to avoid if we want to you know, look the way that we, you know, desire and dream to look like, or, you know, be as strong as possible, all the stuff that is quote, unquote, shit food and unhealthy for us. These guys eat on the regular, and they're posting it all the time, the The food pictures look so amazing, and so professional, that I was almost like questioning it, like gonna calm out like, hey, Mickey, like, are you Like, is this a professional pick shot? And then you guys are going to eat a salad afterwards. Um, but it was funny, before I actually jumped on with him, I got a chance to talk with a good friend of mine, Tyler, who worked with Mickey at TKN for a long time. And I, he met up with him and his wife uh, recently in, the, in New York City. And I was like, dude, are they actually eating all that food? And he's like, yeah, man, no joke. It's like he met him up at a pizza place where they were eating like seven pizzas, all with different toppings, different crusts, all the grease and everything like that. So everything that you see on there that they say they're eating, they are putting in their bodies and still staying as lean and as shredded and strong as possible. So I was curious to dive into that with Mickey and uh, and actually see his process of how they eat all this food, but still manage to feel good, keep, uh, keep getting to their strength goals, still staying, you know, lean, and, um, you know, low body fat, all that stuff that we desire. And just like most things, as I suspected, they program and they plan it out very, uh, very specifically, you know, he was just talking about the day where he ingested over like 10,000 calories in one day of this food. And then certainly the other days of the week, um, kind of leaning into that afterwards, he's planning it accordingly. They're not just eating like that on an everyday basis of going in. So there is a plan that they do it. And that's the lifestyle that they really enjoy doing it. They are huge foodies. They love going out and experiencing those things together. It's something that they really enjoy doing him and his wife, Sam from there. So you know, it is something that they said is not for everybody. It's not something that they just preach out there and say, this is how you should do it. But they really enjoy living that way. And I thought it was a really interesting conversation because I know so many people, especially with nutrition, which is a tough, tough uh, thing for a lot of people that they're struggling with of trying to find that consistency, trying to still enjoy their life going out and still maintaining the goals that they have. Mickey was just a really cool experience of kind of like the, the extreme version of what they do and still managed to keep, um, keep their, uh, keep their Goals alive of what they're doing. Uh, best way to Best way to really describe it. So that was the basis of a lot of our conversation. Went to a couple other things as well, but um, go check one that. Go check that one out um, with Mickey. It was an absolute blast connecting with him. Then after that, uh, later this week, I got a chance to connect with a really like an OG of the strength world, specifically in kettlebells. This is with Lance Kofell. He's the former senior strong first instructor. Um, the resume that he has in strength, I don't have time to go through everything here. Uh, you can go and check him out. But he's been a strength coach for over 40 years. But really, as he joked, he's been in the strength and conditioning world for 63 years, which is his age, uh, because he comes from a long pedigree of his parents who were both huge into strength and health. His dad was a fighter, his mom was a swim champion, if I am remembering correctly. I didn't write it down uh, off the top of my head. But I originally reached out to Lance because I asked my coach, Brett, who is the best person that he could steer me towards, who had a background in yoga and kettlebell training and how they combine them together. And he gave me Lance's contact and we reached out and we connected on this. So I really wanted to dive into the the applications of yoga and kettlebells together. It's because a lot of people say that they're complementary of each other, but I've never really heard anybody who brought it all together to actually get into some detail of how those things really work together. And the story that Lance, you know, went to on that front with yoga of how yoga really was the thing that um, saved his life because he was such a big cyclist for a while and his body was essentially broken and he actually got it back into uh, fully function and then found kettlebell training with Pavel. And then kind of the rest is history. But talking to somebody who has 40 years of experience in this world. And he was the first ever strength coach of the NBA, um, the professional basketball league uh, with the Portland trailblazers back in the late in the early eighties. So talking about how strength training was back then and the trends that he saw that have gone through the years, what has stuck around, what has kind of faded off just an absolutely incredibly enjoyable conversation. The time absolutely flew by with Lance. Um, one of the most humble people for the amount of experience and knowledge that he has, he's one of those people who's probably forgot more about strength and conditioning than most of us are going to learn in our lifetime. And uh, it was just an absolute blast having Lance on I'll have him back anytime. Um, we'll connect again. So both of those are out for you guys now to go out and, uh, um, and check out when you have time. And uh, I'm, I'm sure you're going to get a lot out of it. So I'm, Going into some of the stuff that I've been rolling through, you know, essentially the the goal that I have in my life. Obviously, I have physical strength goals, I have mental strength goals, I have business goals that I have. But if you really break everything down, my goal is to live as joyfully as possible every day, you know, and to and to feel like I'm living in every single day. Um, It's an easy thing to say, but I'm really diving into it as much as possible because you know, the last thing that I want in my life, and I think, you know, most of you can relate to this as well, is I don't want life to fly by. I don't want to look back and just say, where did the time go? That's something that I feel like as we get into later in age, we hear that from everybody, right? It's like, oh my gosh, time just flies by as you get into this. That is one thing that I'm trying to slow down as best as I can. And the best way to do that is to be as in the moment and live every day as possible. So that's ultimately my goal. And that's why I you know, go through these different topics, I go through these different things to really help out myself as much as helping out uh, people that I'm working with, and, um, you know, and listeners in the audience. So I wrote out these things this week, that has been in my mind a lot from getting into intuitive training. And that's on focus, you know, and the difference of focus, versus discipline. And I think in the, in the space of, personal development and motivational speaking and all that stuff. I don't consider myself in that, in that world. You know, I guess a piece of that is, but I'm not trying to be a motivational speaker by any means. If it motivates somebody, absolutely. The more, the merrier on that. Um, However, that's not the message because I think it's a very, it could sometimes just be very disingenuous. You know, it's like, it's not a personal thing. Everybody's going through a different battle that they're um, that they're striving for So if you can provide some motivation, great. But practical application of the things that will really benefit you the most, I think those are the things that are going to impact the vast majority of us a lot more. So that's where I've, you know, came through this, uh, this topic of focus over discipline. And I had somebody reach out to me uh, when they read through some of the stuff that I put out this week, um, about how I was kind of putting down being disciplined from there. Not at all. I think discipline is absolutely an essential thing that you need. However, going into this message of, where a lot of people in the personal development space go in is about doing the basics, doing the boring work, the foundational message that's going on. I understand where everybody's coming through. And absolutely, you need to lay a strong foundation of things that are essential to do. But once you get those things down, and once you're working on those, there's still other things that you need to do on top of that. Okay. So kind of if you take it in the Physical training side with kettlebell training. Like we, if you talk to anybody really in the Strong First community in RKC, it's like we praise foundational training all the time. You know, swings and getups, you know, one arm presses, you know, essential, effective, efficient base movements in a short period of time. It's going to get you a lot. And focusing and building that foundation over and over again is going to yield you really good results. However, if you've got those things down. There's other things that you can do on top of that, and you need to keep exploring those other things afterwards if you want to continuously progress, if you want to keep building things up. So like the rock bottom person who is really down in the dumps, they're not doing any for thing for their personal growth, physically, mentally, spiritually, anything. They're just, Laying they're at the bottom of the bottom. And you hear this with people of trying to pump people up from nutrition, like put down the McDonald's, like put down the, the shit food, go for a walk, go for a run. Absolutely. If you're in that stage where you're just at absolutely ground level and you're not doing anything at all that's benefiting you for growth. Yes. Focusing on the foundational practices of, you know, walking, you know, throughout the day, being a more active human, eating healthier, going to sleep better, you know, like quitting smoking or quitting drinking or some, those big things there of laying a strong foundation, you're going to see insanely good results from doing that. However, a lot of people out there and this is where i put myself in this category and i think a lot of you know uh, you listening would say the same thing is a lot of people are doing a lot of really good things we're doing the things that you're supposed to do you're exercising you're eating healthy you're mindful of your sleep you're maybe meditating you know maybe you're doing all the things that you're supposed to do yet still you're struggling yet still you're not at the At the level that you want to be at, yet you're still feeling foggy, you're still feeling maybe unfocused or so. For those people, and I would put that myself in that category, it's not the discipline that's the issue. We're very disciplined, we're getting our shit done. It's what we're doing and how focused we are inside of those things that we're doing. That's what we need to address. Okay. So I kind of felt for a long time that I had like a superpower where I can follow a plan down to a T. Like I am a very good person of following structure and following plan, like for the longest time, regardless of how I felt, whether I was tired, whether I was hungry, whether I was sleep deprived, whether I was stressed, if it was in my plan for the day and my coach told me what to do, or I, it was in there on the to-do list, I was getting that shit done. Like it was getting done. And it was a point of pride for me of having that to do list out there where like you write it out on your yellow pad. I still have my yellow pad to this day and I absolutely love it. But I would get on my yellow pad and I would write down everything that I had to do for the day. And, you know, even some days you would write down like extra stuff. So it looked really good on paper. So it looked like you had a full thing that you were going to do throughout the day. And then you check it off, like, and you would make that slash through it. And it feels really good. It feels like you're making progress because you're crossing it off. You're getting that done. And I thought that if I just demonstrated this discipline on a day-by-day basis, then I was seeing progress. And then if I was seeing progress, I could coach others on doing this progress. And I would say, just put it in your schedule, just get it done. Trust me, just get it done. The thing about that is like, yes, like that will work for a short period of time. And I went through that for a long time. I was making lists every day and included all the good things. My strength training, I was doing breath work, I was doing meditation, personal development, I was getting my business work done, family time, like anything in there, if it was on that list, I was crossing it off. So 99.9% of the time, I checked everything off. So at the end of the day, I could look back at it and I was like, I'm making progress. Or at least I was making progress on paper. But, if you asked me to point out specific things on the list and ask me how it's progressing in those things, like specifically, is I realized that I barely remember doing a bunch of them. You know, it's kind of like reading through a book as fast as possible. You remember like 10, 20% of it. So was I completing it? Yes. I was completing things done. Was I getting what I was aiming for from them? No. So I was disciplined. Yes. But was I focused on everything? No, I wasn't. You know, one of the first things that intrigued me about kettlebell training was the efficiency of it. You know, you can get great results in your strength, in your body composition in a 10 or 20 minute session. You know, it's not that it's a superior tool to anything else. You know, i mean, barbell training is great. Body weight training is great. There's other, other really good tools, but, and, but it's not just that it delivers the results there, but it's, we're putting real focus in something gives you a different feeling. You know, it forces you to focus in on your whole body. And when you do that, there's a different sense in there. There's a sense of joy. There's a sense of empowerment when you're really 100% focused in on this. So discipline is important. I don't discount that at all. But if we want to really make big changes in our life, then you know we need the discipline in our habits. But if you put more emphasis on the focus and being present in everything that we do, then it becomes joyful. Then we actually can look back and we can see where we integrated these things that we're working with as well. This was such a huge thing for me of getting into intuitive practice of each, you know, each day going in and really putting my emphasis on focusing on my workout, not worrying about the results, not worrying about just checking it off, but really being as present as possible in my workout. And It's so serendipitous that going into this week, I got a chance to connect with Patrick McCowan, who is the um, director and the creator of Oxygen Advantage. And I got him back on the podcast on the Strength Connection because he just had his new book that came out, Atomic Focus, (laughs) which is all about breathing patterns and breathing focus and drills to build your ability to focus and build your ability to hold attention. And it was so fascinating to get into this detail with him because it was so completely on my mind at the same time of going in and we dove into his book the breathing cure nose breathing all the applications that you can do to um you know build better breathing practices that are going to help you in strength you know mentality clarity focus all that type of stuff but what was the most interesting part about it was we were talking about putting yourself in that right environment to focus that's the first essential piece so the practices of kind of taking everything that I just talked about and actually putting it into a practice that you can use and you can work towards, it, it's funny that it's. I'm recording this on a day when it's raining outside and it's completely dreary. You know, most people look at those days and a lot of people get down, to get blue in that time. For some reason, when I see that and I kind of have like the dim lighting, that just puts me in a better mindset to 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 work, you know, to be productive in that time. I don't know why, but... You know, I just take that as an opportunity to, you know, get a lot of stuff done because I know I'm going to be more productive. So the whole point about it is about putting yourself in that right environment and doing warm ups. That's what we talked about a little bit when I talk with Patrick is actually warming your body up to be in the best possible scenario to have focus. So it's kind of, it's funny, like if you go into strength training, if you go into a workout, we warm up beforehand maybe some people warm up warm up differently or more than other people you know i know personally there's a few specific drills that get me in the right you know movement prep in order for me to do what i want to do you know it doesn't take me long sometimes my warm up is like 5 to 10 minutes i know some people that warm up a lot more because they've either dealing with injuries or it just feels better for them but essentially they're putting themselves in the best possible position for them to get what they want out of their strength training so it's the same thing with getting into focus, getting into productivity, is creating the right environment, creating the right warm up for yourself. This was a struggle that I had really recently over the last you know few weeks or so. Um, you know, being a solo guy in my own business, I am in. It is me, myself, and I a lot during the day. You know, it's my own thoughts, it's my own. Um, you know, it's my, I putting my own schedule together. I mean, everything like that, it rests on my shoulders. And I was getting really frustrated at times because I would be doing some work and then I would have to go out and I would have to run an errand or I would have to go out and I would do something to kind of get me out of that pattern. And then I would be so mad because I was trying to go right back into work mode again. And I felt unfocused. I felt unclear and it was really driving me crazy. So after talking with Patrick of just getting into a like four to five minute, just very light breathing practice of just kind of clearing my head of just saying, this is what I want to accomplish. And just saying it in your head, all of a sudden I sat back at my desk and immediately I was able to just get back into that right mindset. So I could not only focus, but I could also hold my attention on what I was doing as well. Okay. So that's the thing that I think is, is so big that anybody listening here should take. If you're if you are disciplined, you're doing all the right things, but still you feel like something's missing. A lot of times it might be your focus. And I would say, look at how you're preparing your environment, preparing yourself for getting into, you know, the space where you need to focus, where you need to be productive. And that, You you know, Patrick, you know, does the going back to the breath. He talked about a lot of things of working towards just improving better sleep because the better you can get into deep sleep, the more easy it's going to be to be focused and to stay you know, within that focus and hold attention. You know, he goes into a lot of the practices there in his new book, Brian Grosso, one of my favorite people that I've connected with talks about imagination theater where he sits, he has a specific song that he puts on and he visualizes the outcome that he's trying to manifest and bring into his life with his powerlifting that he's doing. He does that a few times during the day where he sits down, closes his eyes, puts the song on and actually transports himself into that practice, where he can feel the chalk in his hands. He can feel himself going for that attempt that works for him. Best thing that you can do is find what works for you. If there, if this is a struggle or if this is an issue that you're going through, try something, try a five minute practice of going in, of just closing your eyes and just doing some very light breathing. I think that's something that helped me out a lot. Um, I've talked with a few people this week of putting it into their practice as well. I've heard really good things, uh, you know, from them in the same space. So that's the big message that I had around this of focus over discipline. Again, I'm not saying that discipline isn't an issue. I'm saying that a lot of the things that we hear out there is all about laying a strong foundation down. However, once you build that foundation is then you got to build a house, you know, and you know, you keep going back and making sure there's no cracks in the foundation, but you got to keep progressing. You got to keep building on top of that. So I think a lot of you guys, what I've heard is like, you were doing a lot of really good things. You're doing the right things, yet still not feeling like you're getting the most out of it. Keep that discipline up. That's not your problem. Work on the focus. If you focus a little bit more and you get into that, you know, what they call flow state, you know, which is what we all aspire to grab to all the time, then you're feeling alive every day you know, then you're engaged in every practice that you're doing. That's where time slows down. That's where you enjoy every day that you have in your life. And if you're doing that, then more power to you and keep doing that. That's really exciting stuff. You know, when you're living every day and you're focused in each thing that you're doing and you've got that ability to hold the attention on all the things that you need to do, not just strength training, not just your meditation, not just breath work, But being with your family, of driving, of having a conversation with a stranger, whatever it is, if you can focus each thing on that, I think that's freaking awesome. And that's what I aspire to do in my life. And I think that's what we all, in many ways, try and do from there. So, guys, thanks so much for listening. Really appreciate it. I have an absolute blast doing this every single time. Jump on the mic from the interviews to as well just being able to connect with you. So again, any thoughts on this, please message me out. Talk to you later. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I hope you came away with great stories and insights that you can use to create more strength and success in your life. Remember now for a time, you can grab a free copy of the One Day Strength Challenge, the playbook that incorporates proven strength aerobics training along with the skill of intuition to help you create, design, and achieve your perfect training plan that fits around your busy schedule. Just go to www.thebreakthroughsecrets.com and grab your free copy today. It's your life. Make it the strongest possible. Catch you guys later.